Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordane Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week we are talking about 2001's Sweet November, which is a remake of a 1968 film starring Sandy Dennis. And uh, it exists. (laughs) It's... And I think I I feel like I say this maybe every four movies. It's better. It's better made. The acting's better. It's better than a lot of the movies that we cover. So the first 30 minutes, I was just relieved at how much better it was. And then (laughs) and then all of the things that annoy me about the movie started to set in after about 40 minutes, about. Well, it's a two-hour movie, so less than halfway through. I mean, even though it's funny that you say that because it even it starts with like Keanu Reeves waking up and he's next to Lauren Graham, which Lorelai Gilmore, uh, who is it has a thankless role in this film. Yes, truly. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, I no wonder she did Bad Santa two years later. She just wanted to feel something on screen. Yeah, she's like, and she wanted to. I fuck will hurt Santa. myself. She I will fuck Santa. I, I need to be. I am alive. You guys need to witness that. <laughs> to witness me fucking Santa. <laughs> yes. If I'm gonna fuck Santa, I'm not doing it alone. <laughs> Y'all are coming with me. <laughs> I mean, how but, I feel. Yeah. No, I understand. I I totally I I get that. Um. He. <laughs> so he wakes up and and he's automatically just like dog, hot dog diggity dog top dog and like i don't know like it's it's amazing that the movie managed to like come back from that (laughs) yeah it's it fully like it starts out referencing hot dogs probably my favorite scene in the movie is all about hot dogs i think that's one of the most iconic (laughs) scenes i've ever seen absolutely like keanu reeves (laughs) slays in that scene i mean like if Don Draper just did a bunch of lines of coke yes and just like had to pitch you know an ad campaign about hot dogs and eventually tries to make it primal and sexy in the most ridiculous and terrifying but also believable way I mean even the way that he's like pulling down the art cards is like so aggressive he's just like like, you're a man you want a hot dog you're a person you want a hot Hot dog women want hot dogs I died. I died. It was that was a gift to me. I rewatched that and then I put it on my Instagram because that's how much it profoundly affected me. That is one of the most amazing scenes in cinema that I've ever seen. It was truly it was hilarious and what the a way king of his craft. Oh my god, the cinematography, <laughs> I would even call it that, just because the timing of the camera panning to people's reactions and then their their overjoyed and shocked expressions of like oh this hot dog pitch uh it was beautiful that i think i mean not to skip ahead but if you're gonna watch this movie that that scene makes it worth it and the cinematographer on this film is edward latchman and he's like he's got like a like a good pedigree he's done like far from heaven the virgin suicides like Oh, that makes a lot of sense because <laughs> I I did notice. I mean, it's a really visually pleasant movie. Yeah, um, for yeah. not being actually you know an art house movie that's that's 
that has like a look, it, it's really pretty. Yeah, it's, you know, it's very. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's just so stupid. Um, it's, um, oh, yeah, by the way, it's directed by a dude named Pat O'Connor, um, who is an old Irish gentleman uh, who's done a lot of like. An old Irish gentleman. I he's done a lot of Irish film. He's known for the Irish films. I feel very ignorant right now. I mean, I you I'm know, like, I what are say, the Irish films? I would know. I would say I couldn't say the names of these, but like, I just feel like they might mean nothing to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, like inventing the ab the abots the abbots uh, circle of friends. Uh, Dancing at L- Lunasa, which actually stars Meryl Streep. I don't. I don't know what this movie is. Um. <laughs> wow. I might. I might do a little binge on him soon. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Like Fools of Fortune. Yeah. Just a lot of. A lot of. He check him out. I guess I don't know if he's good. I can't tell because I haven't seen these. I mean, I've seen Inventing the Abbots, but I was like a kid, so I barely remember it. Um, and this was written by two dudes, Paul Urich and Kurt Volker. And you can tell that it's written by two dudes because <laughs> this movie is a is essentially about a guy who's like so obsessed with business that he that nothing else is important. Um, he's got an Ally McBeal sidekick. Um, oh, totally. <laughs> um, Greg German who kills it as yeah. the asshole friend. Um, you know he's he's uh he neglects his girlfriend Lauren Graham and and like she leaves him pretty early in the movie. And, like, he's an ad executive. and As with, like, 90% of the people in these rom-coms we cover. And his name is Nelson Moss, which is just such a... <laughs> it's, like, two last names, which makes me not trust someone immediately. <laughs> trust I'm like, anyone. where did your first name go and why did it leave you? <laughs> um, um, And, like, it's just, like, this dude is, like, out of control. He... There's this like in his in his apartment he's got like 10 movie screens all like clumped no 10 TV screens like all clumped together and he watches all of them at the same time. Yeah, well terrifying. It's something about the visuals uh when it shows him. I think he's exercising while he watches them made me think of American Psycho. Just, oh, yes. Right? Terrifying. Like, just the way like the pristine expensive nature of his apartment and his his like seemingly normal but but off rituals uh yeah it it definitely had some american psycho vibes there and just the way that he just like i i was very unsettled by the way that he just ignores like lauren graham when she's in the room like it's so strange to me yeah especially because she looks so good yeah he's just like ignoring her she's a babe they're in bed he and he's like stressed because you know he has to go to this pitch meeting for Doctor Diggity. Yeah, for do- for hot dogs. <laughs> and she's like, "Babe, can you just be present?" And he's like, "Oh, I gotta make a pitch about hot dogs." And I was just like, "This movie is fucking ridiculous." Uh, yes, please, but also, 
what are you doing to Lauren Graham? This is bullshit. You know what this film doesn't have enough of? His no-nonsense black assistant Beatrice. Right? <laughs> Beatrice. She was in, like, the first or second scene, and I was like, oh, cool. Okay, I hope she's in I this. I was obsessed with I was with so her. ready for her. I, w- I wanted her. I was so mad that there wasn't more of her as this movie went on, because I was just like... She's great, and she's yes. the exact kind of energy that I need to dilute this crazy man. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah. She was just like calling him out because his license, his driver's license, had expired. So she's like, "You got to go to the DMV," and he's like, "No, I got to pitch about hot dogs." And she's like, uh, "The DMV doesn't care about your pitch, and you're gonna get arrested if you get caught driving without an updated license." So I mean, she's just she's giving him some real shit. She's not impressed by his bullshit. We needed more of her. Yeah. And so he has to go to the DMV. And that's really like the meet cute. Like Charlize Theron shows up at the DMV with like two bags of groceries, which I have never seen in my life. Yeah. She's got two bags of groceries and she's taking her test. And then he talks to her and he gets her in trouble. And like, so basically like the dude like catches her and like, says that she's cheating and says that she can take it again in 30 days. But but Keanu Reeves is just like, well, I'm going to take mine. <laughs> like a yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah. He like, he's trying to cheat from Charlize. And then, yeah, the DMV test instructor man is just like, she has to go. So, of course, of course, when Keanu leaves, uh, goes to leave, Charlize is somehow magically sitting on his car. Oh, yeah, she finds his car. She's sitting on it. And, like, like to his credit, like, I know that he's he is the rich and, like, eat the rich. But he says, okay, so you have to drive around these dogs and things. Okay, you can't drive now. Oh, yeah, so well, her job, uh, there's, like, a van and she, like, cleans dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, she he sees her van. So he's just like, okay, well, you can't drive. This is my fault. I'll cover your expenses. And she's basically like, no, I don't want to be bought off by the man. (laughs) And I'm just sitting there just like, girl. I was like, I would get bought off. (laughs) Girl. I I was like, this is not your battle to fight, girlfriend. Like, like, yeah, I, that, that made me roll my eyes. Cause I was like, okay, I don't want to hear you complain then. Like, yeah, exactly. Have your problems with him, but he's willing to like do what he can. He said that he would cover all your expenses. I'd be like that. Like I I tell him my expenses were twice what they were. Oh (laughs) yeah. And I would be like, yeah, I need a few grand. Like, and that would be the end of the movie. I would spend, I would like have. The rest of the movie would be me getting nice outfits. Yes. (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we agree on that because I was like, "Wow, am I like such a shill that I think she's being annoying?" But okay, I'm glad you agree. Yeah, no, it's it's weird, and like, uh, we get um, so they go on like an adventure, um, like a ride, like like a ride home, something. This whole movie is a blur because it is too fucking hours oh yeah so two hours she so okay so he offers money she says no and then he like leaves and then she shows up to his apartment the next day um oh yeah after he was like talking to a hot dog he he, like takes the hot dog out it's like it's a hot dog a hot 
hot dog. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like got a hot dog on a fork and he's like trying to figure out the pitch because the pitch, the iconic pitch meeting is the day after this. Not that y'all need the chronology, but so she shows up and his doorman is like, hey, this lady's down here. And she's like, hi. And she wants him to drive her somewhere because she's like, hey, you need to give me a ride because I don't have a car. And he's like, I offered to pay for your stuff. And she's like, no, give me a ride. And he drives her and then she steals puppies from like a school or a uh, somewhere that was going to test on them. It's not really clarified. Um and then he has to drive away and then, like, drive her home. And then she, like, blackmails him into coming and having hot cocoa with her because she's like, I'm going to make you drive me every day if you don't come have hot cocoa with me. What? Yeah, it's, like, a lot. Like, she... What? Like, <laughs> like she basically harasses him into doing this and she, like, harasses people in his apartment building just to accomplish this and, like yells about like a t- having a tub full of fudge and like all of this crazy shit and then when he finds she finally like gets him into her apartment she's just like you're gonna become emotionally extinct yeah it's I'm like girl and i mean again love keanu and and Charlize. they both kill it at their roles but like her and character I, is I, yeah. not a person like she's yeah. it's just it feels like the writers are so like let's get this like interesting woman and i love me like an eccentric female character like i don't even care if they're a little manic pixie like if it's a good eccentric female character i'm about it but she i just felt like it, it was so heavy-handed about how out there she was yeah and it's interesting because like you know i mean the 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 film that they were in together before this movie was the devil's advocate which is mostly yeah. just a movie where she's getting like emotionally tortured by everyone around her <laughs> and so like i wonder if it was just like this one's just like oh i'm reteaming with keanu it's gonna be fun and i'm gonna be in control <laughs> like in yeah. a way and like i don't know i mean of course this is a remix so i'm sure that it wasn't all her idea but there's just something like so different about their dynamic in this movie than the one the devil's advocate that i just kept on thinking about the devil's advocate <laughs> right you keep comparing like, like their relationship their screen relationship yeah because it's just like, like she's just like is she like because it's like he's the one in the devil's advocate that's like getting all of this like sexual temptation and like he's the son of the devil and like blah 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 and she's just like basically having her own like repulsion like rosemary's baby shit happening at home and like here he's just like she's just like one of the most aggressive human beings without but like not aggressive like aggressive but in the weirdest possible way you know yeah no i because i i did think in this movie the way she manipulates him like if the genders were switched um like i still thought that she had no sense of boundaries and i was like what are you doing yeah she no sense like i i was annoyed at her um for like blackmailing him into get hot like either take his check or don't like what are you doing um uh but but yeah if the genders were switched i feel like it would be even creepier optically um, because it'd just be like, I'm stalking you. But with her, it was supposed to be like, like it was supposed to be a little inappropriate, but it was also supposed to be like, oh, she's so like free. And I'm like, no, this is like not okay. Like this woman like probably needs some massive therapy. Yeah. Or like probably has some mental health stuff going on for this to be how she interacts with people. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. She's like, she's like, you live in a box. I can lift the lid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while what she's making fuck? him hot cocoa, she literally, while she's making him hot cocoa, this is the second time she's met this man. They've had no conversation outside of the DMV. She just like starts reading him and is like, yeah, you hate your job, all this stuff. And I mean, she's right about a lot of it, but she's, she's just like, let me fix you. Come here for a month and live with me. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, I have like a man a month. And he's like, what? And at this point, he hasn't been dumped yet. So he's like, I have a girlfriend. And she's just like, you don't seem like you have a girlfriend. There's a certain like air of like a guy that has a girlfriend. <laughs> like I can smell I the can estrogen and, and you don't have you that. You don't have that. And he's just like, her name is Angelica. And then she's like. I feel sorry for Angelica. <laughs> Which, I mean, same. I mean, fair. <laughs> right? We all do. <laughs> Angelica definitely got a raw deal here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's such a weird interaction. And then we have the thing that we've already spoiled, the hot dog <laughs> presentation. Yes. which is Which is amazing. It just like, it is... They should study it in film school. It, yeah, no, I, as I was, I was like, this scene is fucking perfect. Like, this scene is, like, the way that it carries the intensity. Movie. Oh, like, it's yeah. the centerpiece of the film. It is. The hot dog scene <laughs> is everything. It is, it is total, it is like such well timed comedy. Like, the absurd is just great. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Watch the hot dog scene, you guys. I'm serious. And then, like, the hot dog people get upset. And then he just, like, turns into, like, this rabid dog at the people that he's trying to sell this concept to. And it's like, we make a product. We make a family product that everyone loves. And he's like, it's mystery meat. <laughs> yeah. Because basically the end of his pitch has, like, a picture of a woman with, like, a really large phallic hot dog in between her tits because she's, like in a bikini like it's you know exactly what you imagine and and she's like the devil like she has like devil horns and so understandably the man who's being pitched to is like yeah we were like this is a family company and then yeah Keanu just loses his shit he just loses his shit like oh. I've never seen a man like with less regard for his job security like aside from Don Draper but at least Don Draper has got that like sleepy drunk man way of like torpedoing of his, his career life. yeah it's not like he's like trying to like kill everyone like i feel like like keanu it was definitely like he did too much coke and he was spinning out like this was like he even like like his boss even when his boss fires him his boss like seems threatened like he's standing there he's standing behind his own desk and he's just like he's like you need to get out of here man i don't know like, what's happening <laughs> Yeah, he gets fired because he tries to <laughs> physically fight the hot dog man, which is also <laughs> amazing. <laughs> like, ah, Keanu. Like, oh my you God. know, there were certain scenes in this movie for both Keanu and um, Charlize where, like, they had to be so absurd. You knew they were just having the best time with it. Um, and that definitely made it more delightful to watch than it could have been because there were enough things that annoyed me about just the plot itself um yeah the hot dog scene <laughs> iconic 
And then his, and then Angelica leaves him, which good for her. She can go find someone who will look at, you know, Lauren Graham, early 2000s Lauren Graham in a nice black bra and think, I'm going to pay attention to her. I'm really lucky <laughs> to be here. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's, it, wow, I'm really fortunate is how you should be acting. Seriously. Um, and really a current Lauren Graham as well. Yeah, she, <laughs> Just in she slays. She's great. Um, and so, like, he gets a puppy from um, Shirley's. And so he decides to, like, go over there, and he's just like, this isn't, I'm not going to stay for the whole month. This is just a night or whatever, and I'm not really going to commit. And then they, you know, they have a scene where it's like they have chemistry, actually. Yeah. And it's like almost like a sexy scene. And then she, all she asks him to do is calm down and stop being so aggressive, and he just flips out yeah like they're starting like they've been making out and they're gonna have sex but he's like very much like you know jack rabbit like gonna get it done and she's like hey let's calm yeah and he he just loses it he can't handle the honest criticism it's not even criticism she's just like hey yeah which just makes me think that he's bad at sex (laughs) i definitely got bad in bed bed vibes which i'm also like lauren graham what were you doing like (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's got very like soulful eyes yeah he does um but uh yeah and this is around the time in the film where we get introduced to uh jason isaacs lucius malfoy himself oh yeah yeah uh, he rolls oh my god the morning after keanu uh sleeps over um. Yeah, he rolls up. What was his character? I mean, it doesn't really matter. We're using people's actor name. Uh, <laughs> his <laughs> like, character's name is Chaz Watley. Yeah, Chaz. Man, the names in this one. Oh yeah, I mean, Shirley's the Rob's name is Sarah Deaver. Yeah, Deaver. Deaver. It feels like a name that the Onion <laughs> would pick for an article, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> like Sarah Deaver. Um, and so, like, really, like, the rest of this movie is um, Shirley's trying to teach Keanu how to appreciate the little things. And there's, like, a little kid played by um, Liam Aiken. He was um, Claus in that series of Unfortunate Events movie from, like, a while ago. I love that movie. Yeah. He's just, like, so... So it's just like a lot of like come outside and when was the last time you spent an entire day outside? Yeah. (laughs) Do you ever read poetry? And of course, and he says stuff like I don't care, I don't read. There's also yeah, (laughs) he actually says I don't read and like like he sounds like a fifteen year old. And he's always just like being so mean to her. Like she's just like I'm yours for a month. And she's just like, I'm yours. I'm all yours. And he gets like, he gets jealous when he sees Jason Isaacs because he's just like, what the fuck is this? Because he's like, did he's you just sleep like, with him? You fucking him? Like, it's just so annoying. And like, he's just like, I just think this whole thing is just an excuse for you to get laid. Like, Shirley Theron needs an excuse yeah, to get what? laid. Like, she what? Could, <laughs> she could like fall down and like somebody would want to i don't know that that, that doorman that turned who, gross but you know what i'm doorman saying man who was kind of creeped out by her probably would have had sex with her yeah like she's she doesn't need excuses like <laughs> she that, doesn't. that was 
I was like, who wrote that line? Did they know who they were casting? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, like, it doesn't. And like, it's just Keanu. Every line that Keanu says in this movie is just like the most sarcastic, like masculine, like finance oh bro kind of shit. It's yeah, he's like, like a character. Like, I feel like if I was a straight man, I would actually also be offended by like how cardboard cut out he is of a dude you know like he's like i don't have any emotions i'm like come and he on just commits like, to it so much like there's there's a line he says in this movie i gotta tell you my third eye didn't open <laughs> oh my god that line yeah what i was like <laughs> there were a few moments where i was watching this where i was like did i accidentally like like what did I like slip some rum in my coffee like did they just say that like what is happening yeah he he says that and then and Charlize of course you know she's free spirit oh I also think it starts with him and his hot dog stuff and she's a vegan of course so I just feel like that you know they had to do that yeah Um, of course it's not really talked about that much I mean it's definitely made clear but they don't have a conversation about that but I just thought that was funny um but yeah, she rolls with anything he says. Like he she calls him out. He says crazy shit. Like he's just like, if you want to be a Donna Matrix, I'll buy you the leather. <laughs> yeah, like she's giving him a hard time, and he's like, oh, and she's like, ooh, I'm turned on. And like, um, like their banter is like they have a great chemistry on screen, but it's just it's like neither of them are real people. Like they're great actors, but Charlize is just like too. She's yeah, she's just too much of a manic pixie dream girl. And then like Keanu is too emotionally closed off. And I don't feel like I know anyone who's as extreme as they are in this movie. Yeah, because like his whole like role is just like he's just constantly like his entire tone is are are you serious? Yeah, like uh, really you, okay. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> For real? <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so it's it's like he it's like he he found out that he's in one of these movies and he's really irritated that he's in one of these yeah, movies. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, oh, whatever. And Charlize is like, this is fun. I don't do this very much. I'm just gonna totally lean into being this weirdo. <laughs> like, and then like eventually, like he starts to get into it, which I love how his way of getting into it is like. Like, okay, so little Liam Aiken, it's weird. I don't know if he's an orphan or if his parents just don't pay attention to him or if he lives with his grandma and her grandma's just old. We never really see a parent. He talks about not having a dad, so we know that, but we don't know if he's dead or, like, what. Like, But I feel like we're supposed to feel really bad for him. Like, it's like, oh, he's this kid that's alone. And, like, I'm like, okay. But, like, why is this (laughs) kid, like, always hanging out with grown adults? It made me a little unsettled, but I guess it was just that, like, there was no one to be like, hey, don't talk to strangers. So, and, yeah. And yeah. Also, what's, oh, also, what's this kid's name? This kid's name was Abner. Yeah. I was just like doing this kid no fucking I felt favors. Like the, I felt like with the screenwriting, it was like, and I don't know, maybe some of this was also in the original movie. Uh, maybe some of these names were from the original movie, which might make more sense. I don't know. But I felt like it was trying really hard to make sure these names would never get confused with any other characters in movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, 
So, like, Abner has a boat race, and Keanu's way of helping is to hire some guy to run a, to run a little submarine to, sab- to sabotage all the other boats. And, like, this is looked at as, like, a good thing. Like, he's using his evil <laughs> to he's give this kid a win. And, like, it shows the other kids kind of bullying Abner. So, like, the other kids are, like, being assholes, but they're also still kids. Um, right. So I'm not standing up for them in that sense, but it's also like completely immature and not helpful of Keanu to just like fuck up their race. (laughs) Yeah. That's not how you teach someone to cope. Yeah. And I mean, like Shirley's like, like says that a little bit. She's just like, you know, I appreciate that you care about him, but you can't like save him from everything. And Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, but I don't know why you introduced him to this fucking kid anyway, because now he feels responsible for this fucking kid. This seems really irresponsible. Also, how, what is this kid going to do, like, if you did break up? Like, I guess this kid is just used to just hanging out with whatever dude she brings home. Yeah. Used to be what's going on. it's obvious she has this kind of, it's kind of like big sister slash, uh, you know, maternal relationship with Abner. And yeah, and she obviously has dudes coming through for her monthly I can fix him thing. Um, yes, her monthly I can fix him thing, which is a better title than this movie. <laughs> um, Sweet I can fix him month. Doesn't roll off the tongue as well, but accurate. And she's just doing all this kind of crazy shit. Like, I don't know what, like, the method to her madness is. Like, she, like, keeps on blindfolding him to, like, heighten his senses and I'm just like, are you trying to teach him how to be a superhero? (laughs) Yeah, there is. (laughs) The way she, like, there's one scene where they're eating dinner and he's asking, and it's obvious at this point that he's, like, enjoying her and he's kind of liking this weird month thing and he's asking her about his her past months and she, like, explains, like, Oh, yeah, you know, October was this really shy man, and so I helped him build up his confidence. And, in fact, his confidence grew so much we ended before the the month was over. And she doesn't really explain how she built up his confidence. The way she talks is, like, she's some sort of magic psychic who just, like, has the ability to heal men. Um which could be a really funny comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's um, very okay. So like it, and so a lot of this is going on, and a lot of it's just like them falling in love, blah 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 blah. And then it's interesting that the that the emotional shift, the turn of the film happens, like with drag queens, because what happens yeah. is that um, yes, Jason Isaacs dresses up as um as Cherry. And Michael Rosenbaum, Smallville's Lex Luthor himself, <laughs> is here playing a character, is playing Brandy. And I was just like, is that Lex Luthor? Right? I know. It took me a minute. <laughs> I was like, oh, word. Okay. And it's like, this isn't the only movie that he's dressed in drag. He was also in drag in this movie called Sorority Boys, which I just assume is worse than this. I, I wonder, maybe he likes to dress in drag. I wonder, yeah. I wonder Do you know if what he's mean? just into it. And it's, yeah. Does Although, that mean I would assume he would be better at doing makeup. Um, I mean, he looks great. Yeah. He looks, yeah. Yeah. I was into it. Um, so yeah, they're about to go dancing and then, um, Charlize Theron is upset because she finds out that, that Jason Isaacs has been secretly talking to her sister and, um, Keanu's just like, what? 
and also me in the audience. I'm like, yeah, we oh. don't. Okay, What's like we have no context for her sister. Yeah, her character. This is a character that we don't meet either. <laughs> yeah, we never meet her sister, and and like I mean, and this is like expressed between Keanu and Charlize. Charlize's character is very evasive. She doesn't really give any actual information about her life except for like where she is right now. So like she's just this magical woman who wants to heal Keanu, and yeah. he's annoyed by that too because he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And then we find out like. And it's weird because the movie treats it like we had known about this all the, all along, but we find out that she has a, like a locked cabinet. I did not notice that it, cabinet I don't, until I don't, they showed it. I don't think they ever teased it. I mean, maybe we both missed it, but I don't think they teased it. Yeah, it's just like this, like, and now it's like this ominous thing, this locked cabinet. What's in the cabinet? What's in the cabinet? And then, like, Keanu, like, forces it open. And then, and, and then um, Shirley's, like, has her, like, big acting moment is this what you want is this what you want she's just like throwing pill bottles at him yeah and he's like because like he realizes she has this locked cabinet and he's like what is that and like and he asks her to marry him oh yeah 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 that happens right before right before the throwing of the pill bottles he like he it's it's so interesting he's just like he's like yeah i just I love you. This is the happiest this, I've ever been. Like, you know, let's do this. He throws his watch and his phone into the sink, which, wow. Like, yeah. Good God. Like, that, like, what a proposal. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, for him, that's pretty, like. Yeah. 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 He's, he's in it. He's like, I will kill my cell phone. Like, I'm committed. And then she is like, I can't. And then she, like, throws up. And then that's when. He already has noticed the cabinet, but that's when he, like, busts it open and there's all these pills. Yeah, and then you just find out, like, uh, she's, like, go to the hospital and then he has, like, a drink, like, with Jason Isaacs and they talk. And he's just, like, you know, she's trying to do what she wants with the time that she has left and blah. She just stopped treatment a year ago. And she's just ready to die. And she, she has, has like to a die on her own. We terms. don't know what kind of cancer, but she has cancer. Yeah, and and of course Keanu's like, "What? I had no idea." And and yeah, Jason Isaacs is like, "Yeah, that's part of why she does this month thing to like leave a legacy and like feel in control. Like she makes all these rules so she feels in control." Um, so I mean, I, I said this before we started recording. You know, last our last podcast was um, also about a dying woman in the fall. Yes. So we have that two dying women in the fall teaching men who are either super misogynistic or a super workaholic or both how to be how to feel how to feel yeah and like man it's like and so for like the rest of the movie it's just like him trying to like show her that like he loves her and that he's gonna stick around and that he's gonna take care of her and he like gives her five gifts which like i was in awe while watching it so i did not write down what gifts they were <laughs> i don't remember all of them but i do remember um oh my god a lot of them connected to their other friends like i think one of them was like something about boats like for Abner mm. and then there was one thing that was about it was like about trans people because I remember he was like 
and that like threw me because I was like, I thought those guys were drag queens. But I mean, I don't think Keanu really knew. Mm. Um, and he's like, yeah, so we can understand our friends. And then, ah, fuck, I can't remember. But he was I throwing think one was like a whip. Oh, yes, there was a whip because he's like for when you want to be a dominatrix. So all and of them I think that whip was pink also. It was like a it was like a Santa bag full of callbacks. Yeah, yeah, basically. yeah. It was yeah, it was just, yeah, it, um, that's exactly what it was. And like Like that was a clever writing device there. It was very very sweet and he also sings her a song. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Oh, because earlier in the movie at one point when they're having dinner, she's like, "Tell me your secret dreams." And he's like, um, what? And she's like, you know, the things you want to do. And then he talks about how his dad was a door-to-door salesman and he wanted to be a singer because his he saw how unhappy his dad was and he wanted to like express himself and feel like proud. And of course, we never hear him sing, so this is like a thing. When uh, he sings. Yeah, yeah, I actually thought that he wasn't bad at singing. No, I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, I kind of like, if, if Keanu like really, really tried, I'd listen to him sing some stuff. Yeah, sure. totally. If nothing else for the novelty. I'm trying to think. I think he was in a band. He was. He was in a band. He oh, was in Keanu? A, he, like real life yeah, Keanu? Yeah, like oh. he was in a band. Um, I think it was called Dog Star. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. I am going to look that up. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know if he was the singer in the band, but I'd like to think that he at least did backup vocals. Um, but, yeah, it's like... It's weird. This movie is weird because, like, what's bad about it really is that it just doesn't. All of the elements that we're describing just don't work together. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Like, there's a lot of good shit in this movie, like acting wise, and there's really there's I mean there's the hot dog scene, but there's some really well written exchanges, um, and the cinematography's great. Like, it's definitely not a trash movie, but it tr- it's trying to do a lot of things at once that are hard to pull off. And Dying like, woman, manic pixie dream girl. And it's like, you know, like, workaholic obsessed dude. There are also dogs everywhere. So many dogs in the oh, plot. <laughs> yeah, she loves dogs. Like, this animal lover thing that's never really explored deeply. Um, and you A know, child who's kind of an orphan. <laughs> And, like, Jason Isaacs, who I guess was, like, maybe one of her guys before and, yeah. like, is just, like, stayed on as, like, her friend. Like, I feel like they've had sex. Definitely, because they kind of, they kiss on the lips in front of Keanu, and that's what causes him to get jealous. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's, like, I think so. Like, it's weird. Def- like, At first I assumed he was supposed to be gay, and then, like, they kissed, and I was like, oh, no, he's been one of her guys. Or maybe, yeah, because I just couldn't, I couldn't tell if it was just that if, if they had had sex or if it was, like, a Will and Grace thing. It exactly. It was very hard for me to tell. I, I kind of feel like the script didn't decide. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there was a. I think also like there were a lot of things the script didn't decide on, um, and so it just kind of kept them in. Yeah. Also, the oh my god. So um, I completely forgot about, and I don't know how I forgot about it because it really upset me. Um. So he, you know, he loses his job, and that's why he decides to like spend November with Shirley's Theron. He almost gets a new job with um, with with the Ally McBeal dude. Um, and the, and he's at a dinner with Ally McBeal dude and, um, Frank Langella and, um, 
there's a waitress who like spill accidentally spills something on the table and she says i'm so sorry and then he gives her this one of the most upsetting dressing downs i've ever seen like this oh. this is the kind of oh. shit that really hurts me <laughs> oh yeah no i wanted to <laughs> climb i wanted to hug the actress who played the waitress that's so me he was just like your job is to put the food on the table and to not make a mess. And you can't even do that. If I were your boss, I would fire you. Like, it was just like this whole... It was basically like, like you're worthless because you can't even, like, be a waitress. You can't even do this basic task. And I'm just like... And this is coming from a guy who I know has never waited on anyone in his life. Yeah. So it's just like such a weird thing, especially to come from my boo, Frank Langella, who I met in real life, who's very tall and like an attractive older man. I'm just going to say hey! it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> You're like, what? What? He looks good. <laughs> yeah. Very strong, firm handshakes and wow. hugs from that man. Strong, firm handshake. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. That's but funny. like. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it was so bad. Like, I was just like, it's moments like that. It's just like, this is why I'm anti-capitalist. This is fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah. Because waiting tables is fucking hard. That's Those are some of the most high-stress jobs I've had, is like running around, carrying heavy stuff to entitled people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. It was and so, yeah, and it, it's like it's actually like a really great character moment for Keanu because like he essentially decides not to take the job because it's just like, oh, no, if like, I do, I'm going to become a person like that. Right. I don't He's be like, that. I'm co-signing this behavior and therefore like I am. Yeah, I am that behavior. So he just he tells he tells Frank that he doesn't like him. He just says, I don't like you as a person. I can't do this. <laughs> So, of course, his Ally McBeal, like, you know, I was going to say side piece. That would be a <laughs> lot. <laughs> that would make the movie a lot juicier. But, uh, yeah, his Ally McBeal dude is, like, pissed, which, I mean, you know, of course. But, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, I had to talk about that scene because I completely forgot. And then I remembered. Then I was fucking angry. Like it just rightfully I hate that. so. Honestly, if you talk shit to waitresses, like you should be, d I like I you should be dumped. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> honestly, you should. You should be dumped. Like not only by whoever's with you, but by like your significant. Like you should get like at least a timeout. Like your girlfriend should be like, I'm gonna be back in a week. But yeah, you've learned not to talk to wait staff like. Yeah, this. no, totally. I mean, that's like <laughs> whenever I've been on on apps dating and and shit. Like that's something I always note. Um, is like how people talk to whoever is bartending or serving. I'm like, because it just says a lot. And yeah. I also, it also usually says a lot about class, too. Yeah. Because I'm usually, it, usually the people who are shitty have never worked those jobs and don't know how stressful they are. Exactly. Yeah. Um. um so this movie um, is too long. Uh, <laughs> it is so long. It's so long. There's no reason why this movie. I think I checked my email minutes. during it at one point because I was like, "It's interesting. It's not boring." But I was like, "This is so long. Like, I can't justify like this long." On I this watched movie. the first hour and thirty minutes, waited two days, and then finished. The oh, last that's hilarious! <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you were like, "I need to like cut this up <laughs> into like bite-sized chunks." Um, and so um. 
the end is actually really good. Um, you know, I mean, Keanu is hurt. He doesn't want to. Yeah. He doesn't want to be left. You know, they're they're in. He doesn't the, want her to die. And I mean, of course, the park, and he. Oh my God! He says he says November is all I know, and I was just like, oh, I almost cried. What? I almost cried too. Like the <laughs> ending is really beautiful. Um, yeah, he you blind- can at me. I will <laughs> defend that. Um, he she blindfolds him, and then she just walks. She like cries a little bit, and then she just walks away. And he just like waits. It's like he almost like waits for her to leave before taking the blindfold off. Like he knows that she's he, not. Yeah, because ba- he's like. I mean, at first, you know, when he finds out he hasn't been, she hasn't been taking treatment, he wants to try to help because he still has money. Um, but she doesn't want that. And then he's like, well, let me be with you until you pass. And she doesn't want that either. And she goes on this like um, speech is the wrong word, but she just talks about how she'd rather him have this perfect memory of her. And it would actually break her heart for him to watch her die. And she'll be brave about dying if she knows he has his memory. Um and I was like, oh, <laughs> that it did touch my feels. And like <laughs> it was, pr- it was a kind of predictable monologue, but it was also like really well done. Yeah, it was, it was. And like when he's just like walking like through the world after like changed yeah. by her, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> like I wish this was a better movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt that way too because I was like, there's so many good like moments in this movie and like great people in it. Um, I don't even know what I want from it to make it better. Yeah. That's the hard thing. Yeah. It's very hard because like, I just think that it just like needed to be a little bit more. It needed to either be more cheesy or not cheesy at all. Yes. I agree because I think it, it played with both. It played with actual depth. Um, of character and and like kind of like existential themes. Yeah. Um but then it also has really funny absurd bits and I think it, yeah, it needed to lean into one of those tones. Yeah, because it's just like it's hard for me to reconcile the movie where it's just like she wants a hot dog. To yeah. Like how it ends. It's, yeah, it's to very like very hard. Yeah, like hot dog and then like she's dying and she wants you to treasure her as you, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, there's like a little bit of emotional whiplash there. Yeah, there is. Um, and I mean, I, I still I, think th- that it's a like lot better than autumn in New York. Oh yeah. 100% <laughs> so much better than autumn in New York. And, and this was written by two guys instead of one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah, it's like, I still think that it's like too low rated, but I think that that's the, I think that that's been the case for most of the movies that we've done where it's like if you look at the rating it's just like this way overblown like super low like very extra yes. low rating that's yes. just like not really representative of what's actually in the yeah, film. Yeah, especially when you think about yeah, when I think about <laughs> the m- movies that have flaws that get hyped and overrated I feel oh, like this yeah. is a lot closer to a lot of those than anyone would admit, you know? Uh, yeah. So that's, I don't have an example right now, but I was just thinking about oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, I don't, like, I'm afraid of saying one because, like, I feel like I, I'm afraid of saying saying something in the heat of a hot take and then having to answer for it later. But I, I a few films came to mind when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> um. And like uh, just like last m- just like last week I'm not sure 
what I would say to watch instead of this, I would guess maybe check out the original, see if it's any good. Even if it's not, like Sandy Dennis, um, you know, I've only seen her in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, but she's really fucking good in that, so I can't imagine her being bad in the original Sweet November. It's not likely. Exactly. I say, yeah, watch the original and watch the hot dog scene. Oh, yeah, definitely watch the hot dog scene, Just especially if you're a filmmaker. You need this. Yeah, you do. It's going to bring joy. <laughs> to your life and i think we can all use a little more of that oh yeah no um, please you and know yeah i mean it's it's and i do Keanu think is a source of joy for all he is and i mean him and charlie's are treasures and i don't see charlie's doesn't play these types of roles um and i think that makes sense for her to not play these types of roles but it's it is kind of fun to see her in such a different role um, yeah so and also, um, watch Atomic Blonde. Not enough people did, in my opinion. Yes, we saw this one together, and it's it's fucking great. It's um, visually a treat. It's got a great soundtrack, solid action film. She did a bunch of training for it and slayed. Like, yeah, give it give give it a go. Yeah, and I can't wait. And I can't wait for Tully. Like, I'm, like, crossing my fingers for Tully that it's going to be really good. Yeah. Because, I mean, the last time she, like, teamed up with Diablo Cody and Jason Wright when I got Young Adult, which is my favorite, one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. I love Young Adult. It also is a movie that I almost walked out on because it made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen that, but I know that we've talked about it on this podcast. Yeah. So I feel like I should... I need to watch it. I saw so it in the it. theater and I felt so personally attacked that I almost oh, got that's out. When you know it's good, when you're like, this is too <laughs> real. Like, don't want to feel these feelings. Yes. I yeah. love Young Adult. Please watch it. If any, yeah. if for any reason other than to like, because this is a universe in which her and a character played by Patton Oswalt have sex. That happens. I mean, that that's that sells it for me. Just what? because, Not because I think that scene is going to be like hot, but because I'm like, what? What? <laughs> How does this happen? And I need I need all of that. <laughs> yeah. OK, well, right. um, follow us on Twitter. Love us. Rate the podcast. Subscribe. Give us attention. We like attention. Give us attention. Love us. I love. I, yep. All um, of that. We recently hit um, 300 followers on Twitter. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank and you. And once again, we are Keep the Bad Romance us. Pod with the zero in it, not the one with the O. That's the that's the guy I think in Texas who talks about bad dates. That's not us. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Which amazing. Maybe we should have him on somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay um, bye guys bye guys <laughs> <laughs>